Hello, this is Chris Marsden, and this is the Global City Mission Podcast. Today, I'm joined by our Executive Director, Dr. Jared Looney. And on today's episode, we are talking about urbanization, how that influenced the creation of GCMI, and how that impacts local ministry for churches and missions around the country and around the world. So let's jump in. Hello, and welcome to the Global City Mission Podcast, and welcome to Jared as he joins us today to talk about urbanization and its impact on ministry. Great to be here. Thanks, Chris. Before we dive in, let's take a quick look at the big picture. Um, Urbanization is not new, and while it feels like it's happened overnight in some places, it has definitely taken a few years to get here. Um, The key data point, like when we're talking about urbanization that kind of makes it a big deal today versus the reality of there being big cities throughout history is that tipping point early in the 21st century for where for the first time, the majority of people are living in some sort of city. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so if you go back just about a century ago, um, the majority of the world population was still very much living in in rural places. Uh, Much smaller communities, you know, villages, farm communities, all all those kind of uh, situations. And and just over the last century, we really just seen urbanization accelerate um, at a really fast pace worldwide. And and just in that first decade of this century, um, more than half the world are now city dwellers, live in some sort of, of urbanized type community. And the the current figure is about 56% of the planet lives in some sort of city. And United Nations projections are we're going to be somewhere around 65 to 70% by 2050. So that's just that's just rapid when you think back to um, the beginning of the 20th century. Um, I, I'm I'm I don't remember the exact stats right in front of me, but it's you know some something like you know 70, 80, 90 percent rural. It, it was just the majority of the world was not um, was not city dwellers, and just in the last century, it's just accelerated at a, at a really fast pace. I think industrialization has has something to do with that, globalization, a lot of different factors. Gotcha. So from from roughly 1900 to early in the 20, you know, aughts, right? Like mm-hmm. we went from 80-ish percent rural to over 50% urban in that in that time span. Is that right? Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact stat for the offhand for the um the, the beginning the, of the 20th century. Early 20th but, but, century yeah. yeah, early but, 20th century, but but something but, along those lines. But as yeah. a picture, if we're picturing this this trend, this growth, like that's that's what's happened. So, you know, so so really, that's I mean, that's a huge shift. We're going from, you know, people living, you know, out on the farm, out in a small town, you know, um, you know, it being a hike into, you know, quote unquote civilization. And that's still probably being just a small, you know, outpost rather than a city to where we are today, where where most of us, you know, I mean, I, I know I noticed this on TV, like the normal experience, quote unquote, is living in a city, you know. And, you know, maybe not a big city like New York, but living in a city. Um, talk a little bit about that. Like, I know GCMI and you, your history, like you, you've lived in some big cities, um, Houston, New York City, you know, now you're in Tampa. Um, I think like for me growing up, I grew up in the Tampa Bay area, but I never saw myself as, quote, living in a city 
because I didn't live in New York. I didn't live in LA. I didn't live in Chicago where all the skyscrapers are. And, you know, but, but when we say urban, like, what does that look like really on the ground? Like, what is, what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, I think when we think about cities, we, we tend to think about the big mega cities, um, but even smaller cities are very different than like rural or village life. Um, and so they have, um, you know, institutions, a certain amount of diversity, um, you know, different, different pace of life. People tend to um, segment more based on things like vocation and interest um, than, uh, than what you have in rural society. So it's just, it's just kind of a different way of doing life together. And so, and so even if we talk about smaller cities, we're still talking about them being impacted by um, what we might call it like urbanism, you know, kind of an urban way of life. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so if I'm, you know, if I'm jumping in, I've not really, you know, thought much about this urbanization idea, this, this urban ministry kind of concept, like, how do I know if this, if this applies to me? Like, what, what, what is it? How, how am I, how, how do I know if I should lean in and really listen to this and, and look for things to apply to my ministry? Sure, sure. Well, first, let me say, if your church or ministry is involved at supporting missions at all, this is a phenomenon happening all around the world. This is this is a global, uh, really a global trend. Um, places like Africa, you know, South Asia. I mean, are urbanizing very rapidly. Um, here in the U.S., around eighty percent of the population lives in proximity of a metropolitan area. So we are an urban society. Uh, you may live in a small town, you may live on a farm, but as a society, we are an urban place. We're an urban country. Um, it's a, a network of cities. And so a city is also, um, it, it's a regional hub. It's a hub for that region. It impacts the region. Okay, so really, I mean, what what you're saying is we we all really live in either an actual urban context or one that's highly influenced by this urban reality, this urbanization that's happening around us. So, you know, if I'm a pastor in a, you know, whether I'm a pastor in, you know, what would be traditionally a city, you know, that looks like a city, feels like a city, or I'm a, I'm a pastor in what I think is a small town, what does this reality of urbanization, you know, look like for my day-to-day -day ministry? Like, what should I be doing to, you know, better impacting the world around me? Yeah. So there's at least a few things that I think we need to pay attention to that really do make a difference um, in daily ministry. So one is, uh, it's just this idea of pluralism, right? So there's lots of different cultures, worldviews, there's diversity. Um, you know, diversity is now in our, in just about every community. When we used to think about, um, you know, different world religions, different, you know, ethnic groups, different, uh, you know, worldviews and experiences and et cetera. You know, we, we typically thought of um, kind of the, you know, inner city cores a lot of times what we thought of, you know, in Chicago or mm. uh, you know, New York, LA, that, that, that's kind of what came to mind. But, but today, um, you know, it's, it's no longer just those kind of places. I mean, some of the smallest towns have a degree 
of diversity. Is it as much diversity as like New York, LA? Well, well, no, but but a degree of diversity that that um, historically may not have been as true. Um, it, you know, another thing that I think really uh, impacts us, and I think we're feeling this as a society. I mean, tech, you know, communication technology, the internet has really impacted us in this way. But but this is something that is kind of a quality of, of urban life is that there are so many competing messages that are flying at us. Um, and, and so, you know, when you're in a pretty homogenous community, pretty traditional society, hasn't changed much, to, you know, from generation to generation, um, you kind of know how to uh, share the gospel in a way that, you know, you, you know the context, um, you know how to do ministry, you know how to develop leaders, you know how to you know, establish a church, you know how to do some of these things because you know what to expect. Um, but uh, in a more urban society, there's just so many different messages flying at us. And, and I think that's a quality of cities. If in, anyone's ever been to Times Square, like that, that's the metaphor, right? Right. <laughs> but it's just, it's just, just, just overloaded uh, with messaging. Well, that's kind of taking place across our entire society now. Right. Um, and, and that's really a quality of cities and, and it flows out of, of that kind of urban reality. Um, and so that, that's that's another thing is we have to really learn how to break through the noise. And then another point that I would make in terms of just everyday ministry, and th- this is hard, um, and that's the word change. <laughs> the one constant in an urban society is change you should expect things to change. Things are constantly going to change. And um, I, I'm not that old, but it wasn't that long ago that, you know, I, I grew up in a time where we were all fighting over church change. Well, that, that fight is almost irrelevant now because society just changes constantly. We can just expect it to change because that is, that's a fact of urban society. Um and Chris, if I can add one more, this is just kind of the geek, the geek and the missions geek in me. If 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 yeah. I if I can geek out a little yeah, bit yeah. as a missions guy, that another reality I think of an urban society. And I think this is going to be true for us as a society again, but it's it's a it's a pro, it's a product of urbanization. Is that, um, and this is this is like a little geeky, but contradictory processes are happening simultaneously. In other words, two things that seem to contradict each other can be true at the same time in an urban context. Now, what does that mean? What yeah, in the world? Give right? me an example of that, right? Yeah. Something, um, some concrete. Yeah. Okay. So uh, like our, our ministry is into planting kind of simple house churches. Well, is it mega church or house church? Well, yes. Right. right be- okay. Gotcha. Be- because like which, which trend, like which trend is catching on big or small? Right. Well, yes. Right. Both. Um, is it is it that we need to plant um, homogenous churches, like churches that are just reaching like that one group, that profile, or really people or people want diversity? Like, which things do people want? Do, we, do, do they want to be with people like them, or do they want diversity? Yes. Yeah. You know, and and then we could go and, on. Those are examples. And, and of some of that, right? right? Like some of that's the size of the city makes that possible, and some of that is just the diversity of the city makes that possible, right? Like it's a little bit yes. of both. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, size, yeah. size does make a difference. Uh, you know, I, th- I think the the larger, more you know, just the, the bigger cities will probably see more of this, but but I think it's true as a whole, as a society as well. Um, and, and so these things are taking place at the same time. So what does that mean? 
if I'm going to geek out on a little bit as a mission strategy guy, I'm looking at it going, okay, it's not just one thing. God has a very diverse portfolio because God's mind is fully wrapped around this in ways that ours aren't, you know? And so, um, so yeah, so, so we have the, so go ahead. No, no, I was just say like, ultimately then as a pastor, right. You know, as a, as a ministry leader in a city, in a, in a community, I don't have to have all the answers because yes. we're not trying to solve all the problems all at once, right? It's that diversity you're talking about. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's I, key. I, yeah. Because, because I, I can't tell you how many conversations I've been in when I hear like, this is the thing. I'm like, well, that's one of the things but it's only going to reach this portion of the population because this other portion needs these right. other things, you know, whatever right. it is that we're talking about. I use yeah. church planting examples. It, it could be other areas of ministry. Right. Um, I, I just, that, that just came top of mind for me because that's, that's my world. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just because the diversity, the size, the complexity, it, it's, it's going to be things that seem like there's the answer, but, there's in terms of just of terms of method methodology in terms of strategy you know ministry approaches there's not just a the answer there's there's what are the answers depending on who we're reaching and what the trends are and what the context is and you know and, and maybe how yeah. we're gifted you know like we're not called to everything you know in our particular ministry yeah i i mean obviously this whole concept of urbanization is kind of central to who we are as global city. Like we're global city mission initiative, like (laughs) global cities are who we are and what we do. Um, But I think for, you know, for the average, you know, church leader that I talk to, like, you know, some of these, these um, the, the question of size, the question of diversity, the question of not having like one right answer um, like some of that, kind of feels a little scary. It feels a little overwhelming. Like, you know, well, well, man, like what, what do I even do if, (laughs) if, if I can't get my head around this? Um, but I know like part of the, the formation of GCMI really was, it's that crossroads of the nations that has kind of become a tagline of ours, you know, um, it really is like, there's an advantage to being in that global space. Um, Talk a little bit about that, like from a from a church concept or perspective, from a missions ministry perspective, like what's the advantage of this trend towards urbanization? Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of different directions we could go in, in this part of the conversation. I, I think um, uh, one is just the opportunity uh, to really close some of the gap between global and local mission. Um, that's something we talk about in terms of our ministry quite a bit because we're working in spaces where we're talking to people who, um, you know, we're sharing the gospel of people that are connected to family and friends around the world um, and uh, maybe business associates around the world. And, and, and so uh, the gospel has always spread most effectively on the wings of relationships and so mm-hmm. now relationships are truly global. It, it used to be when you migrated, you had to completely kind of m- make a complete shift and enter this new world. And, and you know, it's, it was letters. It was the occasional long distance phone call when that was invented. Uh, <laughs> but now it's pick up the cell phone and, you know, it's, it's WhatsApp and you're instantly connected around the world. Um, yeah. So, so that's a, that's a big advantage. You know, I, I think, um, I think it also, 
this is a challenge that I think really can be an opportunity that it forces creativity. Um, we're addressing some things that are are sometimes hard or 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 actually really are complex, and so um, we have to to learn how to think about different points of view, different worldviews, and and we have to really work within that diversity, uh, and work within the change, and 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 I think creativity is ultimately a good thing. Um, but another real advantage too is we have so much to learn from because now we have this exposure to different uh, peoples from different places. We have um, the resources of different institutions. Churches can partner together where maybe you know we had churches that were really spread out geographically that are now blocks from each other, and it's reasonable for them to be blocks from each other because there's. There may be twenty thousand people between them in those <laughs> those handful of city blocks, you know, and so um, and so they can partner together and learn from each other. Churches can have more uh, diverse interactions with people. They can really learn from uh, these different expressions, and so um, you know that that that's an advantage as well. Um, uh, also, you know, cities is really the con. Cities are the context where. Um, trends are often set that impact, you know, regions as well as whole societies. Um, you know, there, there's there's trends, there's there's art, there's expression, there's business and commerce. I mean, th- these things often radiate out from cities, whether that's a regional impact or a, uh, a national impact or even a global impact. Uh, it's not always global; it may be a regional impact. And uh, but but whatever uh, kind of kind of trends or moves and connections are coming out of cities. Doesn't the church want to be right at the center of that conversation? Yeah. Um, you know, influencing, bringing um, gospel worldview and ethics and, and, uh, and, and sharing messages of hope and, and being an, being the, the, an impact, making an impact in those kind of contexts. Don't we want to be at the center of that conversation? Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so talk, talk to me for a minute about how this urbanization really impacted and influenced the start of global city mission initiative. Like you, you were in New York at the time and we we're now in five different cities. Like how did that happen? Yeah. So starting global city mission, there was a recognition that, um, all these trends, a lot of stuff that we're talking about that has to do with really becoming a more urban society, that that's, and that's a, a global phenomenon, that um, that there needed to be ministries that uh, really were trying to focus on kind of pioneering, um, you know, making disciples, starting churches, reaching out uh, in, in these kind of urban hyphen global spaces that that basically we all have a lot to learn. Um, that in terms of modern missions and ministry, this this still feels kind of new. Um, and uh, so, so there needed to be ministries that really stepped into the niche of saying, we are going to pioneer in these spaces. We're going to learn. We're not the only ones for sure, but, but we really sensed that uh, there needed to be ministries that really focused in on, on this and how we could um, really get in and do ministry in these spaces and, and learn through that experience and then begin to share that with the larger body of Christ as well, be, be a resource as a result of that learning. Um, and so um, it, it really has been trying to form a, a ministry and, and, and be a team that focuses on 
working in these spaces, whether that's encountering the secularization that comes out of cities, which mm. we didn't even talk about that today, you know, or, <laughs> or the, the global diversity, which we did talk about that a good bit, you know, and, and then just the rhythms and pace of life and, and how do we get creative and, and thinking about ministry and, and making disciples in these spaces. And, and so we're, we're on an adventure of learning. And as a result of that adventure, we want to share, you know, the, that experience and what we're learning as a resource to the rest of the body. Gotcha. Um, we've talked about this before and, and we're talking about it earlier before we were recording, just this idea that, you know, urbanization on this scale is very new. Um, it's, it's a, you know, it, it's a trend that's happened over the last hundred years, but it's, it's now like kind of, you know, tipping here, but, but this same idea, the same, you know, the same movement of people is, is part of what made, you know, the book of Acts and the new Testament church really possible. Yeah, so there's clearly some differences. I mean, you know, we don't we want to be, you know, we need to be true about or honest about that. That uh, you know, pace of life. I mean, this you know, the Roman Empire was still pre-industrial. Um, you know, the technology was not quite the same. They actually did have a great deal of technology, but it's not not exactly what we have today. They they weren't walking around with iPhones or, you know, jumping on on trains or planes. Um, so, so there's clearly some things that are different between our time and the New Testament for, for sure. But there's a lot that's the same. Um, you know, Rome was uh, the first city of a million people. At least that's what history mm. tells us. Um, th- there were a number of what would have then been considered mega cities um, in terms of just the populate world population right. size at the time. It was very much an urban society connected by the you know famous Roman roads. Um, <laughs> and so when when we read about this highly connected urban society, that that is where the the book of Acts and, and those epistles are being written to and from. I mean, that's where that was taking place. And so when I think about um, the diversity in those cities, when I think about the connectivity of that urban world, when I when I think about the challenges, and the opportunities that were there, uh, the, the gospel broke through the noise and it did more than that. It was a movement in that urban world. And so there's a lot of reasons to be hopeful. Um, and we're we're actually working in a, a context today and contexts, plural today, uh, th- that aren't maybe as dissimilar to the world of the Bible as we might sometimes think. And so, I don't know, to me, you know, our, our New Testament's maybe one of the, well, <laughs> certainly are one of the manuals that we need to have with us in terms of learning about yeah. a, a, an urban world. Yeah. And if, if, um, man, if, if you're, you're listening to this and you're feeling like this whole concept of urbanization is a, you know, a little too much to, to handle a little too much to get your head around. Like, I think that is the takeaway, right? Is that this is an opportunity for, for hope and for the expansion of the gospel. Like Paul took advantage of all of that urbanization, all of that access that he got through those roads and through, you know, that globalized society. I mean, globalized on like maybe a small G scale, right? Like not, globalized around the world, but globalized in their, their little world that, you know, he was able to go places with shared language and go places on easy access and see the gospel transform that part of the world. And so with our modern technology, those connections really do 
go everywhere. And so obviously, again, we're excited about this concept. It's kind of the part of the core DNA of who we are, but but uh, we hope you're also excited and whether you're in a small town or whether you're in a, a big city, um, that, that you see this as an opportunity to see the gospel expand. And so that's going to do it for us for this week's episode of the GCMI podcast. Uh, Jared and I want to thank you again for joining us and be sure to jump in with us again next week. If you've not already subscribed to the podcast, or maybe this is the first time that you're, you're hearing us, uh, we'd love for you to visit our website, globalcitymission.org. And if you go to slash podcast, that'll get you kind of uh, the ways you can subscribe and give you kind of a primer of like, these are the episodes you should maybe listen to first. So thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next week.